Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-supported feature where we depend upon your contributions and your questions to sustain a conversation about economics, foreign policy, culture, historical events and people, all those things that matter to us in our common life as citizens. All right, you're going to find this one possibly difficult from Peter. It's a simple question, but not an easy one. What should we done? What should let me try that again in English? What should be done about North Korea? It is time to decapitate the leadership. It is time for a military strike that destroys the governmental apparatus. That may seem like a bloodthirsty thing to say. It may seem like a simplistic solution, but I stand by it because North Korea has now just fired a missile right over Japan, a missile with a range of thousands of kilometers. And we're, we're just for so people know we're recording this in very late August. Yeah. Soon it will be possible for them to strike the continental United States. They are also continuing to work on their nuclear program. No combination of inducements and threats has succeeded in stopping them from building both the warheads and the delivery systems. They will not stop until they have them. And the leadership in North Korea is quite conspicuously insane. They may have a certain ruthless practicality about their methods, but their goals are insane. They have shown themselves willing to kill their own people in large numbers, directly or through starvation, and they have already unleashed aggressive war on the South once in the mid-20th century. They would not hesitate to do it again. So there are a time bomb. Sooner or later they will go off, and the longer we wait, the larger the explosion is going to be. Therefore, we are justified in taking action. And we are justified in taking action because the longer we wait, the worse the menace gets. So any, there, there will be loss of life. No matter how well it's carried out, there will be civilian loss of life. Like many evil people, the North Korean leadership is not above hiding behind innocent civilians. But are you going to allow anybody willing to do that, to do anything they like, to the point where they can launch a nuclear strike on North America? Because sooner or later, they will do that. And the loss of lives then will be in the hundreds of thousands or possibly millions. And we cannot live in a world in which this kind of behavior has no negative consequences, where anybody, no matter how conspicuously aggressive, maniacal, irresponsible, and dishonest, can build any weapon they like, and all we do is tut-tut. So as to the question, is this a simplistic answer? No, I'm not exaggerating the ease of doing this. You know, taking out Saddam Hussein was a very long and difficult process, though, not compared to nation-building in Iraq, and I'm not talking about nation-building here. Hunting down the Taliban leadership, again, it was difficult and time-consuming. But the North Korean regime in many ways is more conventional, certainly than the Taliban. It has a command structure, it has a Politburo, it has a president for life and that kind of thing that can be destroyed. And the reason that I say the answer is not simplistic is that all kinds of people will start and analyzing it. And by the time they've done with all the options and potential consequences and so on, they give you the impression that the United States, the hyperpower, everybody agrees with a kind of military dominance over the entire rest of the world as has never been seen before in human history is in fact incapable of doing anything. And that can't be true. There's something wrong with an analysis that tells you that all this weaponry cannot be employed to any constructive effect ever. War is messy. War is dangerous. It has unintended consequences and among its intended consequences is the loss of life, including, as I say, some civilian life. Right. But there's no point having a military. If a nation with the striking power of the United States cannot overwhelm the leadership of a fourth-rate 
tin pot maniacal dictatorship like North Korea. And I simply don't believe it. If the strike is planned properly and carried out properly, it is possible to destroy the North Korean leadership and most of their weapon systems. Not bloodlessly, but far less bloodily than the consequences if we do not act until they have working weapons of mass destruction. So I say, at a certain point, it's like Ronald Reagan used to say, we, our problems have simple solutions. They're not easy, but they're simple. And the simple solution here is to take out the North Korean leadership, and the sooner the better. All right, leaving aside the morality of killing somebody and the practicalities, I'm pretty sure they can manage that. But what about the argument, and I've heard this many times by thoughtful people, what about the argument that we don't know who would replace him? Or that, that even if it's not just the, the dictator, if you take out you know him and, and his entourage and his cabinet or whatever, what's going to replace it? Is it going to be even worse? Well, in the first place, we never know what will replace anything, right? We didn't know what would replace Stalin. Uh, but how could it be worse? How could it be worse than a regime that has already starved its own people, is building weapons of mass destruction, and is obviously absolutely insane to the point that we believe that rivals for power may in fact have been fed to dogs? How could it possibly be worse? What will be better about it is that whoever replaces them will be very afraid of bringing down a similar response again. So even if the people who replace them are as evil and as insane, they'll be a lot more frightened. And that might sound like a ruthless and short-sighted and kind of narrow vision, but geopolitics is dangerous. These vast schemes for the improvement of mankind tend to lead to war and disaster. We saw what happened when high-minded people tried to deal with the Soviets or with Hitler or with any number of other potential aggressors. We have seen time and again that a sufficiently decisive response either would have or did prevent far worse consequences. And this is another case where that needs to be done. Because it wouldn't just scare whoever succeeds in North Korea. It would scare bad guys around the world. And that is something very important. Deterrence depends upon people being afraid to attack us. And if you've got a better plan, you know, if you can convert human beings into angels, by all means do it, and then we can beat all our swords into plowshares. But in the meantime, the reason we have swords is that sometimes you need to use them, and this is such a time. All right. Thanks for that. Folks, I hope you uh, enjoyed this. And if you want to play along and ask your question of the professor, go to the URL on your screen and everything there will be explained. Thanks and see you next time.